Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's I Can't Believe That Happened. So last week, we wrapped up our history of dogs, um, and if you haven't listened, please head over to iTunes and take a listen to the one about the World War I pit bull hero, Sergeant Stubby, who saved his unit. It's one of my favorites. I think it's a really fun one to start off with if you haven't listened to it yet. I am sure I will do another segment on dogs. Um, leave in the comments if you have a topic you'd like me to cover. So this month is starting to feel like summer. It's getting warm. Everything's bright and cheery, and it's starting to make me think of carnivals and circuses. And um, I think that's going to be our next segment. So I'm going to be covering the history of different things about carnivals and circuses. And let your friends, let your more wild friends know that next week's is going to be on the history of lion tamers, and that's going to be really special. So what are we looking at this episode? We're going to look at the history of carousels. The five surprising things you did not know about one of the prettiest rides at the carnival. Now, you might think of carousels as a calm ride for super little kids, but the start of carousels might really surprise you. So number one, we're going to have to head so far back to the Turkish warriors of the 11th and 12th century. Now, I was doing research on this, and as you can imagine, games are not necessarily the best um, annotated things in history books. And I found two slightly conflicting ideas of when this happened. So one said 11th century, one said 12th century. I linked them both in the show notes. But the basic idea is that there would be uh, going around in circles, some Oh, the picture showed people tied to a pole and were swinging around. Others were horses running around in the circles. And the idea was that they would be trying to knock off the players' hats. And there was another source that said that there was a clay ball filled with perfume. And it'd be thrown between the players, and whoever dropped it would just reek of the perfume. So you knew right when someone walked in the room if they had won or lost that carousel ride. So the Crusaders brought this game back to Europe where it became a display of horsemanship and the French called it the carousel. All right, number two. Now, this one's kind of fun. This we actually have an exact date for. It was in 1662 at the Louvre when the Louvre was the palace um, for the French royalty. 600 aristocrats and five teams that were costumed in the costumes of Turks, Persians, American Indians and ancient Romans. I'm telling you, history is not politically correct, my friends. Um, but this is actually what was done. And there was fake combat. And this was all done in the prince's honor. The prince had just been born. So there was this huge display of horsemanship that was done in honor of the newborn prince. Now, each of these horses was very heavily decorated. And the reason why this is important for our carousels is that that is where the thought that the decorated horses and the decorated carriages and the decorated um, platforms began. And that is a really interesting birthday party. I mean, think about today's birth announcements. They're just going out on little flyers. This was a whole pageant that was done. Now, this is one of my favorite facts because I wish it still existed somewhere. I would love to see this. Carousels became very popular in the 1700s in European gardens. And I'm going to do a whole podcast on this because there are crazy things that were going on in gardens. Like, you think that you can kind of get your brain around what some of these might be. And it's really hard to because you have to also consider there was no AutoCAD. There was no computer programs. There wasn't even a way to, like, mill and machine things. If you wanted to use a nail, you had to make it. And if you consider what they could do... It's mind-blowing, and I, I can't wait to do that episode for you guys, but I will get back on topic. 
And there were very small carousels that became very popular in the very, very wealthy gardens of the um, European aristocrats. And the reason they had to be very small was that they were built on platforms that would go in circles and there would be beautifully carved, fantastical animals, dragons, horses, um, even some pigs. It was cute. Um, But the reason it had to be small was it had to be light enough that the heaviest and strongest servant in the household would be able to turn the crank to make it move. So this was all human power. I did read some other sites that talked about animals powering it. I just couldn't find really good sources on that. So we're going to stick with that. It was mostly human powered. And oh, that poor person. You can only imagine how tired they were at the end of a party or a a get together. Okay, number four. And this is really neat because the Industrial Revolution changed everything. So if you think about when there starts to be electricity and power, there was just nothing that that didn't change and touch. And carousels were no different. So we had the advent of the steam power carousel, and that allowed for bigger carousels, heavier carousels, even multi-tiered carousels with with organs in the middle that they could pipe the music through. It's amazing. And that eventually gave way to the electric carousel. Okay, number five. This is really cool to find out. I did research on a whole bunch of different carousel carvers because this is an amazing art form. It is beautiful. And to find out about them, I learned that most of the really ornate carvings were being done in America at the turn of the century. And if you know your U.S. history, and if you don't, no worries. I'm going to help you out a little bit here. But that was a huge influx of immigration to America, where there is a lot of Europeans coming over from the old country to the quote-unquote land of opportunity. And almost all of the really famous carousel horse carvers that I found came from different countries and came in in this huge influx of immigration that we saw at the turn of the century. Now, one of my favorites is Gustav Denstel. I'm so sorry. I have it linked in the show notes. Um, you, If you've listened to this, you know I'm bad at pronunciation. I will try. If you want to gently correct me in the comments, please feel free. He came here to America as a teenager. So maybe some of you are starting to get close to teenagers. Some of you are teenagers. Some of you are grownups listening to this and are probably even more shocked than the kids that a teenager just came over here and started this incredible business. Now, he did have a leg up. His father was also a carousel carver in Germany, and this became a very big family business. So Gustav, and his nickname was Hobby Horse Bill, he carved some of the most stunning carousel horses that exist still to this day. You can still find them on some of the carousels. And his son took over, and he ran the business um, when he retired. All right, that is my top five things that you did not know about carousels. If there are things you know about carousels and you can fool me, go ahead, not fool me, if you can educate me, we'll put it that way. You can put that in the comments. I will be so excited to read it. Uh, Thank you so much. Please make sure you pass on this podcast. We are like, I think a month and a half old. We are still a baby podcast. So please send this out to your friends so you guys have something to talk about first thing in the morning. Have a great week, and I will see you guys next week for Lion Tamers, the top five things you did not know about Lion Tamers.